Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Thursday. Over the last two days, we've seen Jesus preparing, preparing for his death, preparing for his cross, both with communion, the Passover feast, the Lord's Supper with his disciples, but also as he was praying in the garden. Now today, we're actually going to see two betrayals. We're also going to see Jesus as he goes to trial for the things people are claiming he has done wrong. Now remember back in Luke 22, verses 3 through 6, Then Satan entered into Judas called Iscariot, who was of the number of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money, so he consented and sought an opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of a crowd. Here we see Judas has the heart of a betrayer, but there's another betrayal that is coming up as well. If you remember Simon Peter, he said, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow this day until you deny three times that you know me. Keeping all of that in mind, let's dive right in. Today we are in Luke chapter 22, verse 47, and I am reading from the ESV. While he, Jesus, was still speaking, at this time he was speaking to his disciples. The verse before, he said, Why are you sleeping? Rise and pray that you may not enter into temptation. While he was still speaking, there came a crowd and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? And when those who were around him saw what would follow, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, No more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders who had come out against him, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Now everything about this situation is distressing. Judas, one of Jesus' most faithful followers, comes up to greet him as you would at that time with a kiss. Which, as we know from other parts of scripture, was the sign that this was Jesus who was to be arrested. Betrayal. I'm sure betrayal that hurt Jesus, cut his heart, cut him to the core. 
And then those around him, his disciples, his followers, said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. Now again, in other parts of scripture, we see that this is Simon, Simon Peter. He who was just proclaiming his devotion to follow Jesus even to death. And he is reaching out with the sword, but Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. And then he calls out this group of people who are coming to him in the dead of night. No eyes are on them. No judgment can be on them. This is sneaky and underhanded. Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. And Peter was following at a distance. And when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down, Peter sat down among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him as he sat in the light and looking closely at him, said, This man was also with him, meaning with Jesus. But he, Peter, denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And a little later someone else saw him and said, You are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after an interval of about an hour, still another insisted, saying, Certainly this man was also with him, with Jesus, for he too is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately... While he was still speaking, the rooster crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, how he said to him, Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. A second betrayal by someone who still proclaims to be Jesus' follower, and I would venture to say his friend, Yes, it's not as direct a betrayal as Judas, but denying Jesus, denying he even knows Jesus in his darkest time, his time of need when support would have been welcome, that too is betrayal and again must have cut Jesus to the heart. Now the men who were holding Jesus in custody were mocking him as they beat him. They also blindfolded him and kept asking, Prophesy, who is it that struck you? And they said many other things against him, blaspheming him. When day came, the assembly of the elders of the people gathered together, both chief priests and scribes. And they led him away to their council and said, If you are the Christ, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I ask you, you will not answer. Now remember, Jesus actually did ask them, looking back to Luke chapter 20. The chief priests and scribes were asking Jesus by whose authority he was doing these things, these miracles. He asked them a question in return. What about John the Baptist's authority? insinuating they are one and the same and they refused to answer him and he said to them neither will I tell you by what authority 
I do these things. So we see they really wouldn't answer him. And so at this council meeting, at his first trial, he says, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I ask you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man shall be seated at the right hand of the power of God. So they all said, Are you the Son of God then? And he said to them, You say that I am. Then they said, What further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his own lips. Two betrayals. Mocking and beating. A trial with no evidence. All for you. All from an innocent man who has the power of God at his fingertips. And yet he chooses to willingly suffer in this way, to hurt in this way, because he knows that is how your salvation is won. And tomorrow we'll see his radical love beyond betrayal, beyond beatings, to his suffering and death. Even though this may be heavy, remember it's all for you. And that is how great his love is for you. And I will see you tomorrow morning. Thanks for tuning in today. For more information, visit hesedheart.com.